And we are recording. We're back for another episode of Sizzle and Quinny. I am one half of the podcast. My name is Sizzle. My real name is Sam Finlay. My co-host is... You know who it is, guys? It's your boy. The co-host of this great podcast. It's Quinny. We're coming in hot this week. It's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks. We've been keen to talk about this topic. So Sizzle, my friend, let's get into it. So keen to talk about this topic. You and I love the Marvel Universe and we particularly loved what we're going to be talking about in this episode and that is WandaVision. So Marvel's sort of first series, you know, relaunching uh, the next phase, I guess. And how interesting was it? I mean, this was a dark horse for both of us. We obviously are massive Marvel fans. We've spoken about that on previous podcasts. But you and I weren't all that excited for WandaVision. I mean, we're obviously keen to watch it. And it was something we were definitely going to tune into. And we did. My point of view, I was most excited for Loki and, you know, some of the other movies to come. And this was sort of something where I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll chuck it on. We'll see how it goes. Vision, he's not a character I particularly liked previously. Wanda, Scarlet Witch, you know, I I did not like her, but it was just sort of someone that I, I wasn't all that invested in. But man, this show blew me away. I mean, instant reaction. What were your thoughts? Yeah, like you said, man, like I know, like when we both talk about the show coming out, we both weren't 100% sold. And as you said before, I wasn't really a big Vision guy, as you know, on our Marvel Universe podcast. I did give Vision my quote, so the worst of all time. <laughs> so that did go to Vision. So I'm sorry about that, Vision. I just, I just didn't really like him that much in the like the Avenger films and I just didn't rate him that highly. And then like you said with Wanda, like she was always kind of cool, but she was for me, she was sort of just like that background character that was just kind of there. And like her accent just kept changing throughout all the movies. So I just didn't know what was going on there. But I'm glad they like kind of talked about that in the show, which was pretty funny. But I just think for me, it just exceeded my expectations massively. Like I wasn't high on it, like you said before. I was keen to watch it, but it definitely was way better than I thought it would be. And it was definitely a pleasant surprise. So I was keen that I actually watched it. And, you know, it's just got me even more fired up for the upcoming shows that you've mentioned that are coming out. So first reaction, it was pretty good. Yeah, look, I agree with everything you've said there. And before we get into the nitty gritty, I'll just give a bit of context for people who may have not seen it or don't you know too much about the series and believe me after listening to this podcast because i'm sure we're going to be talking very highly of it you're going to want to watch it and you really should because it is a fantastic series so for some context this is obviously a disney and marvel tv miniseries uh it was released this year as part of uh, marvel's next phase uh it stars most notably elizabeth olsen who's wanda aka scarlet witch paul bettany as vision to further set the scene, WandaVision takes place in 2023. So that's about three to four years after Endgame. So we're going to be talking in depth about this show that we loved. We're going to talk highs and lows. We're going to give out our hero award going to the best character, our villain award going to the worst character. And then we're going to give out a rating. It's going to be an infinity gauntlet rating this week. And we're going to give it uh, a number of infinity stones out of six. And then we may talk a little bit more Marvel and give some rankings, maybe some updated rankings since we last spoke. So let's get straight into it. Highs and lows. Kick us off, Quinny. What were your highs? I've got lots. 
I had, yeah, like I was saying, when I was putting, thinking about it and putting you some notes for this pod, I was like, man, I've actually got a lot more than I thought I was going to have. And like you said, it was just a really good, really good show. The cast was great. Like you mentioned, you you spoke about some of them before, some new characters, also some older characters. But I just think all up, that is, it just worked really well for me. So I was a bit real high on that. And also, I just think the whole vision and Scarlet Witch one sort of relationship, it kind of got me more invested in them. So I'm more interested now in those two. So I'm kind of keen to maybe read a little bit more about those guys outside of this TV series. And then I did, I haven't listened to like a Marvel podcast every now and then I did listen to the Vision one and the Scarlet Witch one. So it was kind of cool to hear what they had to say about it. So that was, that was really good for me. I also liked how you mentioned before, I loved a lot of the subtle links to Endgame, how it all was sort of related. Like they had the Infinity Saga was mentioned a fair bit. They mentioned the blip and stuff like that. And obviously, as we know, with Monica Rambo, she obviously blips and comes back. So that was kind of cool. So I've got more, but I'll just let, I'll, I'll add one more before I go back to you. But I just think I really enjoyed the setting. And I liked how every episode was like a different time period, like a different TV show, like in a different era. So like the 50s, 60s, 70s, all that kind of stuff. So that was hard for me. Yeah, I'll continue on from that point there because that's something I had as well. I loved how they did this. It was so ambitious and so creative, you know, from the first episode, you had the black and white, uh, you know, and it was in that it's not the usual widescreen we have now. Uh, you know, the ratio was, was, you know, going back to that old school sort of way of shooting film. Um, and then there's just so many references to pop culture, you know, Malcolm in the middle, modern family, like it was brilliant. Um, so that was one for me. I, I just thought it also, it provided comedy, and we saw that straight from the, the get-go. But then you also had that that Marvel, um, the way that they shoot sort of every Marvel movie as well. And they brought, like you sort of said, you know, they brought back some some characters from, you know, previous films. Jimmy Woo, I mean, for one, Love bringing that. him back. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. Obviously, Rambo, we know her from Captain Marvel. You know, she's obviously a lot younger then. But bring her back to then go on to become uh, Spectrum was really cool as well. Um, some other points I had as well. I really liked how they added in and provided us with lots of Easter eggs that will have impacts potentially, you know, down the track. Um, as I mentioned there, Rambo Spectrum, um, you know, which opens the door for so many things, you know, and so many other storylines as well. Uh, and, and another thing was, you know, bringing Agatha Harkness into it including this idea of chaos magic and, you know, bringing magic into the, into the MCU universe, yeah. again, you know, obviously Dr. Strange, that's when we first sort of get a glimpse of magic. And there were so many theories about Dr. Strange, would he or wouldn't he make an appearance? I thought he would have in the finale, yeah. uh, but he didn't. Um, so I thought that was really brilliant, but yeah, I really loved that. And that's another point as well, how this show just created so many fan theories like I spent so much time on YouTube watching different reading fan stuff, theories yeah. and reading different, you know, people's opinions on, you know, what was going to happen next week and what was going to be the, the final credit um, scene there. So yeah, I thought they just did a brilliant job of hyping it up and leaving every episode with a bit of a cliffhanger as well was, was brilliant. Uh, and I really liked how they gave context and we, we sort of mentioned like you and I weren't huge Wanda and vision fans, but they really gave, context to each character like you, you get Wanda's background and then you, you see you know eventually you see her turn into the Scarlet Witch 
you know, sort of sort of goes from this character that we know from you know the Avengers, from uh, Civil War, who doesn't really have a story attached to her. But now, other than you know, you know, she hates Tony Stark because you know he was the reason, or his tech was the reason why her parents were not alive. Uh, you know, as the story goes, but we get context to why she is like she is, and how she sort of becomes the Scarlet Witch. And then Vision as well. I liked how they explained and sort of how they brought him back into it because obviously last we knew he wasn't alive anymore. Like he, yeah, he, he was, was toast. Yeah. He was toast. Exactly. So it was really cool how they figured out a way to bring him back. Um, so yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. I know it's cool how they sort of give show a bit more of, that relationship with, you know, how they became to be so close. Because when you think about it, it's pretty wild. Like at the end of the day, he's literally a walking computer. Like he is yeah, the Marvel an Android, version yeah. of Siri. Like yeah, literally. So yeah. Did you have any more? Yeah, I had a few just to add. Um, I'm going to mention Deborah Jo Rupp, uh, um, aka Kitty Foreman. She played Mrs. Davis in um, one of the earlier episodes as the boss of Vision's wife. And I just love seeing her back in the show again. Obviously, as you know, I love that 70 show. So I loved how she got the little cameo in there. Um, I also loved how Darcy Lewis was back in it because obviously she's from that Thor universe. So it's kind of mm. cool now that she's in it because, like, oh, now the Thor universe is kind of connecting to this whole picture. So I really enjoyed her coming back into it. I also loved how Evan Peters was in it. So he played Quicksilver, obviously, in the X-Men mm. universe. So it kind of gave that sort of crossover effect. And it's like, oh, does this mean like X-Men universe has got to come into it? There was a lot of um, Magneto theories that like a lot of people thought Magneto was going to make an appearance. Yes, wild, some wild stories out there. So I just like, and I really like him in general. Obviously I've watched American Horror Story before and he's in a lot of those shows and he's like amazing. And so I thought he was a cool character to have in there and he kind of rattled wonder a bit. And I thought he was just a really, he just played it so well. I mean, I love his name, man. Ralph Bono, what a name. It's classic, it's hilarious. Uh, another thing you mentioned, like, I like how you sort of saw that sword agency. So obviously shield's not a thing anymore. So now we have swords. I'm kind of cool to see what happens with them in the future. And then one other thing I'll add, I just think I really love like the last, the post credit scene. So spoilers out there. When you see Wanda doing like the Dr. Strange style, she's like sort of studying in the astral plane. So she's kind of like learning magic, like that chaotic, chaotic um, magic like you mentioned before. So that's kind of cool because obviously that gives you that connection to the new Doctor Strange film, which is supposed to be coming out and she's meant to be in that. So it kind of just linked it all in for me. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved how they brought Pietro back, Quicksilver back and, you know, bringing Evan Peters in um, who played Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. There. It really messed with us, didn't it? Like that was, was kind good. of, you know, it was like, okay, so is this the is this when they start bringing in the mutants? You know, they yeah, weren't allowed mutants, to use that yeah. word previously, but obviously we know the X-Men will become a thing. Uh, same with Fantastic Four, you know, the Marvel it's Universe. Marvel has the rights to them again, or Disney, should I say, has the rights to those again. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So that was awesome. Like, that threw me off as well. Um, yeah, so, and like, I thought Agatha was a really cool villain. She was a good character. To yeah. bring into it. Uh, you know, a lot of people thought Mephisto or Nightmare was going to be behind it all. I was pretty, yeah. pretty strong, um, had a pretty strong opinion that it was Mephisto in the end. I thought I was early, big on Nightmare. Yeah. yeah, I thought Nightmare early on, but um, yeah, it was cool. They did bring 
in Agatha uh, Harkness, who's a bit of a lesser known uh, character in the Marvel, especially if you don't read the comics. Like if you don't read the comic, you're not going to know. I didn't know who she was. I'd never heard of her until I saw her in the show. Yeah. So uh, she was really cool. I really, I, I just really liked that, the whole magic that she brought into that dark magic that she brought to the show the as universe. well. So, Love it. Yeah. It was great. And I know I've mentioned him before, but I got to give him another shout out. Jimmy Woo. Love Jimmy Woo. Love Jimmy Woo. He's classic. Ant-Man, shout out to you. <laughs> yeah. That's supposed to be a third one coming out, isn't it? For yes, that's right. Quantum Mania, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, Jimmy, more. Here we hope, come. hopefully Jimmy Woo's in that too. Yeah. All right. Well, well the, the, I mean, you've covered most of my other points as well. Um, do you have any others or should we move on to Lowe's? No, I'm pretty happy. I think you mentioned some, but I was going to mention anyway. So I just... We're good, mate. We're on the same page as always. We are, as always. All right, we'll move on to Lowe's. I'll kick us off here. So, obviously, I was very, very high on WandaVision. I feel like everything we've reviewed lately, we've been super high on. Maybe we need to throw like a, a curveball that we hate and then so we can just like shred on it because we had a few with the Christmas miniseries. What a miniseries that was. That was. You can go back and listen. It's all there. That's so great. Go back and listen to Christmas with Sizzle and Quinny. It was great. Um, <laughs> but more to the point, talking WandaVision lows. I didn't have many, but one that I did have, and we sort of touched on it there, which was a high I had, but it also was a bit of a low. And that was, there was no big reveal of the next big bad. Yeah. I, I really wanted an inclusion of Nightmare or Mephisto, just that that next big bad um, to sort of, you know, be in that last, you know, post-credit scene. We didn't get that, unfortunately. And I was a bit disappointed that we didn't get Doctor Strange. It would have just been cool to have him in there for, you know, just a 10-second or, you know, 10-second clip. Would have just been great, but... It wasn't to be. So I was a little bit disappointed about that. The other thing I had written down were, and this is more so for the first few episodes, but I guess they did give us two episodes um, when they launched it. But the first few episodes were a bit short. Uh, you know, the first episode was like under half an hour. So I wanted more. I wanted like 45 to an hour every episode. But, uh, you know, it was good that the last few episodes were sort of that length. But yeah, what about yourself? Yeah, so again, I didn't have many either. Uh, mine was just like yours, pretty much like the ending for me. This wasn't as good as I was hoping. I was hoping there was going to be some big reveal there. I did mention this too off air anyway. So I think I just had higher expectations. I just think I thought something big was going to happen. There was a lot of talk about, you know, a Mark Hamill cameo. Like they kept mm. mentioning that like he does in The Mandalorian, obviously. So I think for me, that was a bit of a downer. But I mean, the magic, like the fight scene was pretty cool at the end. And I like how Wanda uses like the runes and magic to like kind of win. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, that hurt a little bit for me. Again, I didn't, wasn't a huge fan of like the Agatha backstory episode and like sort of Wanda's childhood because I was a bit confused as like, was Wanda born with powers or did the stone give her the powers or did the stone like enhance her already mutant abilities or whatever it was. I just felt it wasn't that clear to me. So I just didn't really like that episode. So I don't know what your thoughts were on that one. Yeah, I, I, I actually did like that that episode. I liked how we got that that background of Wanda. Um, there were some really great scenes in there, particularly the scene with her and Vision, where they're in the room and they're sitting on the, the bed and Vision comes in and he has like a really awesome line. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I remember loving that scene. Um, so I actually did like that episode. It wasn't my favorite episode, but I, I, I did like it. Um, yeah. and yeah, I was actually quite, other than not getting the, the nightmare Mephisto 
reveal or, you know, no Dr. Strange. I actually really enjoyed the finale. It was probably my favorite episode. I also really liked breaking the fourth wall where we got the Agatha reveal. That was probably that was a good um, episode. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes too. But yeah, I actually really liked the finale. So I know you you didn't love it as much, but uh yeah, I mean I still enjoyed it. I just wasn't it wasn't as I was hoping it would be better than it was, but that was just me. Uh one other a couple other things I'll just mention quickly. But I just think there was a couple unanswered questions. Like the thing with vision, you know how vision is he now alive? Because you know how the memory vision kind of talks to the like old vision is like, this is who you are. And like, does he pass his memories into the new vision? And then he kind of flies away. Yes, so he, I think is he, he is. Does that mean, does that mean vision's now back? And he's, I think he is. And so is he not going to go get Wanda or they still figuring it out? Like, that's what I mean. Like, is there, that for me was a bit confusing. And one other thing, I just have to mention it. Agatha killed the dog, man. That's brutal. You can't be killing yeah. poor, poor Sparky, man. He was just, you know, living the dream of the kids. And then Agatha has been, you know, been evil, just decided to just pull the pin on the dog. So I didn't really like that. But, you know, other than that, back to vision though. So what do you think? Yeah, I think he's like alive. I mean, obviously a form of vision is alive, whether it's actually vision or not. But he's obviously tapped into his mind and it seems like he has remembered at least somewhat. So he's, you know, not basically like a, a weapon um, that sword is using. So, yeah, I think, I think that's going to come back in some, whether that comes back in Doctor Strange, maybe not. I don't know if that's the right setting for it or not, but I think that will come back at some point. Like I feel like Marvel are too smart to just leave that, leave us hanging with that one. I mean, you know, Marvel are so brilliant at, they are the masters of connecting the dots aren't they like we saw that they're good we saw that with the infinity saga like just how they connected all those movies together is was just a masterpiece so i think that's going to have some future ramifications i think vision is still still out there i guess we'll find out sizzle but yeah that's what i mean i was just too many unanswered questions for me i was Mm. like well is it is he vision is he not is he yeah so yeah i'm just gonna see how they go with that i mean i i kind of like I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but I also kind of like the unanswered questions because of that. It like it gives us as fans something to speculate about. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, we'll see. We'll see. We'll find out. <laughs> we will. Uh, all right. Well, let's move to our hero and our villain. Who did you have as your hero, the best character of WandaVision? So, yeah, so I was always going to say Vision, but I just can't do it because I gave him my weight award, so I can't really just Hey, that would be like back. the most improved massive, ever. I know, it'd be the biggest, most improved award I've ever seen in my life, but I just don't know if I can do that just yet. So I think for me, and that's probably the obvious answer, I'm going to have to go with Wanda. I really enjoyed her. I thought she was a really cool character. Like it, I just wanted to know what was going on every episode. She kind of kept me on the edge of my seat you kind of saw her powers kind of evolve and how strong she actually was. And then I like how she's kind of taken on now the Scarlet Witch ego. So I think that's pretty cool. So I think for me, she's, I never used to like her as much, but now I like her a lot more. So I think for me, she's probably my hero of this TV show. Can't really argue that like her character development was great throughout. And it was interesting how they sort of portrayed her as the villain early on. Like three episodes. That's what in. I thought for a bit. I, I was mean, like, oh, no, it's all, it's all, she's, she's the baddie. But yeah, you're even saying that to me. Yeah. Like 
it was interesting how they did, really did portray her as the, the the villain. And then, you know, we got that development where she obviously realized what she was doing was wrong. Um, despite, you know, obviously bringing down the hex was going to essentially kill, kill vision, vision all the and, memory of vision that she created yeah. her children. So, but yeah, she was great in it. Yeah. Amazing. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to her. Shout out to her. The, famous, the most famous Olsen yeah. sibling now, surely. Definitely. Uh, I had a different character. I had someone who oh, was nice. a Good. Bit, bit more of a minor role, and I've mentioned him on this the podcast already. And that's my oh, boy, boy. That's my boy, Jimmy <laughs> Woo. Give me, give me a Jimmy Woo series. Like, seriously. He's classic. I want to know about how he became a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. I want to know everything about him. Randall Park... Like he did an exceptional job. He was awesome in his first appearance at MCU in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like he was just amazing in it. And he was just as good in this. I loved bringing him back and he was just, yeah, great. So yeah, he's, he was hilarious. Him and Darcy together was called. Yeah. I want more Jimmy Woo. So yeah. yeah. Shout out to Jimmy Woo. That's Shout a good one. Woo. I had him uh, in the back of my mind, but no, nah, I want to wonder. <laughs> It's all right. I, I can't argue with that. Yeah. Right, let's, let's move on to our villain award who we thought did the worst job in the series. Uh, I'll kick this one off. And look, I didn't really, I thought this was hard. I mean, we say that a lot, don't we? Because, you know, we have reviewed a lot of movies and TV series that we quite like. But I thought this one was hard because I, I thought everyone did a pretty good job. But I'm actually going to give it to Monica Rambo. Yeah. I liked nice. her. I liked her inclusion in it, but I thought she went missing a lot. Yeah, especially after totally agree. you know we found out that she had powers, that she was Spectrum. She just really went missing. Like we didn't see her much in the finale. Well, obviously she she came in and she saved the kids. Uh, we got a, a post credit scene with her there, but and you know that sort of leads on to her future implications. You know potentially being in the next Captain uh, Marvel. But I just thought she was underutilized. Uh, not to say she did a bad job. I just thought the character was underutilized after we got the yeah. reveal that she had powers. So yeah. that's why I had to give her the villain award. I totally agree with that. I honestly was going to do that, but I changed it. Just like Good, something different. So, so it wouldn't be the same, um, but I did have her down originally. Um but I was going to go up to director Tyler Hayward, man, like the head guy of Sword. Like he was a dirtbag. Like he, he was, was just trying to trying to screw over, you know, Wanda, get in a grill, trying to get into, you know, into the new town to try and kill her. And then she, he like somehow revives Vision and then turns Vision on Wanda. Like I just didn't really like him. He was the evil guy, you know. Stop interfering, man. Just let her live her life. Let her go through those decades. Let her just embrace that black and white life. Those. The old school throwback TV shows. We love that. So the magician show, what a show that was. He's just in my grill, man. I just didn't like it. He just kept trying to interfere and, you know, someone had to be a baddie and I just thought, yeah, he was actually kind of good. Like he was the guy that portrayed him was like a good actor and all, but I just thought he was probably my villain and he was what, pretty much the villain. What happened to him in the end? I can't Yeah, that's what remember. I mean. Like, like, he, he kind of like, it just, he sort of like escaped, but then that's does it. Does he like, come nothing. back? I think he ends up. I think they doesn't he get arrested at the end. Maybe I don't know. I so. When the FBI show up, I don't know. But he yeah, kind of, he, he's sort I, of just there. I think he did. Um, but I just was like, I had Monica Rambo originally, but I was like, I'll just chuck in the head of Sword, who was at Tyler Haywood. So 
He was my villain. The worst yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. I didn't didn't love him either. Yeah. He was probably the next person that I'd probably put forward. So yeah. All right. Well, it's, it's time to put on the Infinity Gauntlet. It's time to collect six Infinity Stones. Let's do our best Thanos impression here. Let's give out our Infinity Gauntlet rating out of six. So for reference, as we like to do on the podcast, I'd like to give a bit of a, a guide and look to our friends at IMBD. WandaVision got 8.2 on IMBD, which is quite good because these type of movies, sci-fi, fantasy, comic book movies, don't usually rate that well. Uh, for further comparison, Avengers Endgame got 8.4. Infinity War 8.5, and then your and my favorite movie. Well, it might not be. We'll soon find out. We're getting into that in a second. Thor Ragnarok gets 7.9 on IMBD. Uh, for further reference, Rotten Tomatoes, the critics give WandaVision 91%. So very, very high. That's high. That is very high. Very high. That's really good. So, I mean, it's obviously rated very highly by, you know, IMBD by the critics on Rotten Tomatoes. So what do we give it? Quinny, I'm going to pass it to you. I'm going to hand oh. you the Infinity Gauntlet. Do your best Thanos impression. How many Infinity Stones are you going to give this out of six? All right. Jeez. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to stick to my guns here. I'm going to give it a solid four and a half out of six for me. Like, I did like it. I was big on it. But for me, like, you know, we rated The Mandalorian earlier this year. And The Mandalorian for me was like the perfect TV show. So with WandaVision, I'm probably giving it four and a half out of six of those Infinity Stones. Again, I really enjoyed it. It exceeded my expectations. I just kind of, it kind of, when it, it kind of finished with me wanting more. So I kind of wanted a bit more from it. And for me to give it like a five out of six, I needed to see a nightmare cameo. And I had to see it. Yeah. Just, I needed something like that. I needed Doctor Strange. I needed something like that. So I just think for me, just because the ending for me wasn't as good as I was hoping for, it gets a four and a half out of six, which I think is still pretty good. So which stone are you going to cut in half? <laughs> I'm just going to go, I don't know, the reality stone. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So that's me. How about you? Yeah, all right. Uh, I was a little higher on WandaVision than you, obviously because I really liked the finale and I thought this would probably be the case. And I am going to give it, I'm going to put on the gauntlet. I'm putting it on right now. Here we go. I'm about to snap my fingers. Uh, But I can't snap them because I'm taking out one stone. I'm giving it a five infinity stones out of six. Lovely. I'll say the the time stone does not make it. (laughs) That's Uh, right. Yeah. I was just thinking, what stone? Which one would I not want? That one said, that was the first one I thought of. So. I'll say the really time stone. I'll, 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 I'll let Dr. Strange keep the time stone for now. Good idea. He can keep it. Uh, look, I mean, all the same reasons as you. I think just the only thing that gives it that extra half a score for me is I really liked the finale. And I, I love the the the, the, uh, the fight scenes, the action in the finale, because we didn't really get a whole lot of action. Not much, not for a Marvel sort Not of for Marvel. Show no. or like a movie, so... Yeah, I mean, think about Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Like those movies is just like action on top of action on top of action. And we didn't really get a lot until the finale. And that's why I think the finale really um, got me excited and why it's, yeah, a five out of six. 
Nothing so, wrong with that. Again, only I was four and a half, you were five. So very yeah. close. Very, very close. Much on par very there. Close. It'd be interesting one day when we rank something and you're like, I'll give it a one and I go, I'll give it a six. Then that that would be, I don't know, that would be real weird because I just can't see it happening. We're very, very particular. We are. So yeah. that would be wild though. That would be wild. That would be a time. All right. Now we couldn't, we could not finish this podcast without giving our updated power rankings. And we are going to go five to one, our favorite Marvel movies it could be series now it could be anything because now you know there's series so let's jump into it give me five to one quinny favorite mcu shows slash movies go does one division make it in well i only gave the four and a half so i couldn't get all the whole fingers in the glove because of that so for me it doesn't make my top actually five. let's give let's i'm given six we gave six because we got the infinity gauntlet on here you're gonna have so to do top six, six. Gonna have, i mean it makes sense right yeah that six just infinity makes stones yeah. i like it let's connect six. it let's connect those dots like marvel do so well <laughs> i mean do you want me to go just six to one or do you want to go back and forth let's go back and forth let's go nice. back and forth all right, I like it. All right, I'll go first. This I'll start you off. I'm coming in hot. You knew this was coming. Six for me. It did mention, it was my honorable mention way back. It's still for me, Black Panther. Black Panther's borderline to me top five. So for me, Black Panther's coming in six. Nice. All right, well, coming in six for me, and it was a movie when I first watched it, didn't love. And then when I've watched it since then, and I've watched it many times since then, I love it every time I watch it now. And that's Doctor Strange. Nice. And I cannot wait. And this is why I loved WandaVision so much because now I cannot wait for the next Doctor Strange madness, uh, multiverse of madness, I believe it's called. So yeah, Doctor Strange gets number six for me. All right, nice. number five. I'll go, I'll go this time. We'll go back. You go. Yeah, you go. Number five, a movie you're very high on as well. And I had to include this in there because it's got my favorite villain of all time. And that is Killmonger, which means Black Panther. Shout out to our boy, T'Challa. Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, my friend. Yeah, RIP. Black Panther, love it. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Big, love that. I've done a bit of a switcheroo here, so I've swapped Ooh. them around a bit. Yeah. I was thinking about it. So I'm coming in. Yeah, so number five for me, I'm going to go with Iron Man. First Again, one? The first one, the very first Iron Man, the OG, the very first one that started the universe up. It all got it all going. Tony Stark, my friend, you're always going to be in there. Big fan of Iron Man. So for me, that comes in fifth. There you go. All right, run it back for me, Quinny. What do you have at number four? The number four, again, very high on this film. I think you might be as well. It could make an appearance. It has to be done, man. Captain America, Civil War, hands down the best Captain America film. Spider-Man comes into it. We get the intro of Spider-Man. We get the introduction of Black Panther. It's just amazing. So Captain America, Civil War, that's number four. Number four for me is not Civil War, but I may have Civil War on my list further down. But that is one that I think you're going to have in your top. Uh, It could be three to one, I reckon, for you. But I've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Another one 
dark horse for us. You and I, I remember when we went to the movies to watch it, you and I knew nothing about the Guardians of Galaxies. It was not a comic either of us were familiar with. So we went in blind and we came out just absolutely high on it. We loved it. So, I mean, Rocket, one of the most iconic characters of all time. Love me some Rocket. Star-Lord, Chris Pratt, a Star-Lord like... And it's one of the movies that Peter really, Quill, my boy. Yeah. And, and I mean, it is one of the more important movies to link everything. The, yeah, to in to link the whole Infinity Saga together because that's sort of the world that Thanos comes from. Like, obviously, he's from space, and you know, Thor Thor's part of that world, and you know, anything to do with being up in space is Thanos, but that's you know, really his world. So yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 2 is great as well, and I cannot wait for Volume 3, but Volume 1 is my favorite. Love it. Great pick. All right, I'm going in number three. You've already picked it for me, Sizzle. has to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Everything you just said and I've added to it. It has to be in there. Great cast of characters. My boy Dave Bautista, my favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> the Bautista Bomb. Destroyer. Just thinks he can beat Ronan, but he's got no chance. He just keeps taking beatings, but he keeps bouncing back. So... Love me some Guardians of the Galaxy again. Very had no idea about this comic at all. Never heard of this. Never heard of it before until we saw it together, and it was just hilarious. It just takes you on a journey. I love the soundtrack. So for me, number three has to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume yeah. One. Love it, and I also, I mean, shout out to Yondu as well. He's awesome. Yondu, man, that arrow. What is what do you call his weapon, man? The, the arrow, oh, the, whatever it is. Amazing. What a weapon. So good. He's awesome. All right, number three, we're getting into the nitty-gritty here. You've already mentioned it. That is Civil War, one of the most iconic scenes in all of the Marvel universe, and that is the airport scene when they're Love airport it. hangar and they just go at it. You know, you've got Iron Man and his team versus Cap and his team. It's awesome. As you mentioned, Spider-Man, Black Panther make appearances. Ant-Man, He's you know, in he comes in. Falcon's no. in there, Rose Falcon's in there. there as well. It's awesome. So Bucky's yeah. in there and they're coming up. They're coming in hot, man. Yes, yes, they Falcon are. Falcon and Winter Soldier, that comes out. We're on. So, yeah, give me Civil War all day. Love that. Three. Big fan. All right, number two for me now. Top two. This hasn't changed for me. It was never going to change. I just couldn't see it changing. So number two for me has to be Infinity Wars. The first of that big two-part hectic journey that we go on, Thanos kills everybody, wipes out half the population, everybody's fighting on all different battlefields. Even that, just iconic. They're fighting in Wakanda. Thor shows up, the music changes, and then Hulk, you guys are so screwed now. He's got his bad, got the new weapon and just clears house. Like, hands down, Infinity Wars, what a show. Like, everybody's in there. Your boy, Dr. Strange, is in there doing his crazy, like moving his head around, seeing all the different... <laughs> outcomes for what's to come so just an amazing film and for me still high for me it's number two yeah look i'm not going to add anything else to it number two for me infinity war as well just straight to the point there straight up all right let's go number one i'll go and i think you and i are both going to agree in fact i know you and i are both going to agree number one it's the best it's the greatest thor ragnarok like thor ragnarok. amazing film one that was also a bit of a dark horse. Like when it came out, I didn't really know what to expect. You get to see Hulk in space, Planet Hulk. That's the reference there. Hela is just a really underrated villain. She's, she's awesome. also pretty good looking. She's a bit of a babe. Yeah. <laughs> she is too. Hela. 
<laughs> we get crazy to, crown man. Yeah, we get to see the relationship that we love, and that is Thor and Loki. And it's Boy. we finally get to see the more comedic side of Thor of that we Thor. really wanted yeah. after. Amazing. You know, Thor Dark World is not really the greatest film. So, you know, yeah, it's it was, not that great. It's all right, but it's not the best. Yeah. So, yeah. Too dark. Um, too dark. Do you want to add anything to it? Because, yeah. uh, Thor, like you said, man, Thor Ragnarok, classic, like great film. Love it. Thor gets his eye taken out. He's got the eye patch. He, they shave his head like he's the gladiator. It's like gladiator in space. Love it. And so then, good. yeah, just the Hulk's hilarious in it. So, and then, how good is the like? How good is the collector's brother? What's his name again? The main, the, oh. he's sort of the villain, but he's not really the villain. What's his name? Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. He's hilarious. Like he's not really a villain, but he, he's just so funny, and I just love him. He's quirky. So I kind of wish I can see. I want to see more of him in the future, man. And how good hilarious. is Korg? Yeah, Korg is hilarious. Oh uh, yeah, the like, yeah, voiced by Takiti Watiti, like himself. Yeah. Who obviously is the man behind, you know, the movie he makes it. Yeah, the director. He directs it. Classic so, man. So yeah, great. So man. for me, it has to be Thor, right? Not never was yeah. gonna change. Not once. So good. So so good. Whew. All right, Quinny, that brings us to the end of this podcast. But I do have one question for you before I we had finish. a question for you too. Oh, did you? All right. Well, I'll fire first, then you fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to know. We've got you know, we just talked about one division, which was fantastic. It obviously exceeded our expectations. We've obviously got a lot of Marvel content coming. I know you did say that Falcon and the Winter Soldier on a previous podcast was the show that you're most looking forward to. I want to know now that we've got one division and, you know, there's all sorts of little um, Easter eggs that were plotted there. Now that, you know, we've seen that, what do you want to see next? It, it could be something that is coming. It could still be Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or it could be, you know, something that was maybe potentially um, given to us as an Easter egg in one division. What do you want to see? All right. So I did mention, obviously, Falcon and the Winter Soldier last time. So I'm going to mix it up again. I'm going to change it up a bit. Started something a bit different. So for me, I'm pretty high. I'm looking forward to this. Has to be Doctor Strange, man. Multiverse of Badness. That would be a heaps good film. I'm really keen to see that. I'm really hoping we get a Nightmare appearance in this film. I want to see the Nightmare dimension. So I think for me, that's probably very high on my list. And like you mentioned before, you you're, you love Doctor Strange now. It's in your top five. I love Doctor Strange. So let's get it done. Let's do it. Let's roll it up. Let's go. Let's do it. So, okay, that's you mentioned that there. Now you've got to make an even tougher decision. I've got a question on top of a question. Would you rather that than see your boy Doctor Doom oh. make an appearance? Oh, that's tough. No, oh, I don't know. I can't. No, I've, I've got to have to say Doctor Doom, man. I've, I've grown to love this guy. I've I've come to the party late on Doctor Doom. I know he's in Fantastic Four, but he also is a, like he goes up against Spider Man, Doctor Strange. So. If Doctor Doom appears in this film, I'm just throwing it out there. I will lose my mind. Like that would be that would be <laughs> epic. And Leonardo DiCaprio, can you call up Marvel Studios saying, "Hey, you want me to play Doctor Doom?" Because he's who I want to see as the next Doctor Doom. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Do you have a question for me? Oh, should I tell yeah. you what I'm most? Yeah, you tell me what you're most looking forward to, then I'll give you my question. All right. So 
I did mention on the previous podcast, Loki is what I'm most looking forward to. And I still am really, really looking forward to Loki because I cannot wait for that. Loki's one of, if not my favorite character in the MC universe. But I want to see, and I mentioned this before, Black Panther 2, I want Killmonger to come back. I want to see Michael B. Jordan back in Killmonger. He didn't, we didn't see him die. We never actually saw That's him die. That's the only saving grace that we have. We don't officially see him die. He kind of looks at the, at the sunrise. So. so I want to see Killmonger make a return. He's, maybe he's so maybe as a hero this time. I don't maybe. know. He doesn't need to be able to. He can't be the Black Panther. But if he just comes back as Killmonger, yeah. just, have, just have a bit of a change of heart. You know, just be a nice guy. Or maybe come right. back as a villain. I don't mind. Like whatever. Yeah, whatever. Just as long as we bring him back. Yeah. Man, Black Panther. So good. Such a good So thing. good. Man, I'm, I'm so pumped. I'm definitely going to watch the Marvel tonight. I cannot wait. Good. As you should. Good man. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? My question. This is a hard question for you. Yeah. Hit me. It's not really that hard, but obviously you were very, you're very high on one division. I just want to ask you, what is the theory that you were hoping was going to happen, but didn't pan out? What was one of the best theories that you had in mind that you wanted to see happen on the screen? Go. Well, there was so many, like I watched countless hours, like I mentioned on YouTube, like I was, deep, I was deep in the YouTube uh, hole as I like to call it as many people do. But I think I like what I most wanted to see was Nightmare to be controlling the whole situation. I wanted him to be controlling Wanda and I wanted then for Doctor Strange to have to come into the um to the series and be like all right look wonders obviously you know in a lot of trouble she's an avenger i'm an avenger who is this nightmare guy dark magic i'll show him what magic is come in nice. you know float in as he does with the cape on he just like floats in the cloak of levitation man yeah i would have loved so to have good. seen that at the very end like obviously like you know, it would have been awesome, but yeah, or just like something like so. Let's talk about nightmare or something. Just the way it ends or something. Just like a little, a little sneaky line, yeah, some sort of link. Because obviously, yeah. in the comics, nightmare is like one of his biggest like foes, one of the biggest villains in Doctor Strange. I mean, universe. yeah, you just put it. You just you just perfectly wrote the script. All right, post credit scene. You know, the craziness that happens in One Division. Post credit yeah. scene or at the very end. Doctor Strange floats down, cloak of levitation, puts his arm on Wanda and then goes, so let's talk about these nightmares you've been having. Yeah. Boom, it ends. It ends like yeah. that. And then the post credit scene after that, you get to see Nightmare himself orchestrating Voice it Voiced by Mark Hamill. Orchestrating it <laughs> like, all. Yeah. Man, like, we like should be writers. Master. We should be writers. That would have been epic. Right. It has, Mark Hamill does the voice of Nightmare in the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show on Man. Disney+. Plus. It just it would have just been what I wanted to see. Well, I mean, Mark they, Hamill's type cameo. They haven't announced who the villain's going to be in the next Doctor Strange, so maybe, maybe. What about yourself? Literally, that was mine. I just said Mark Hamill's yeah. Nightmare as a cameo, as he's part of there you go. He connects the multiverse of badness as he's in the Nightmare dimension. And as you know, Doctor Strange goes through different dimensions. And then obviously in the film, he goes into the dark dimension. So we be cool to see the nightmare dimension. And they portray it in the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show. There's a couple episodes with Nightmare is like the villain and they're pretty cool. So 
Man, I'm pumped. I am pumped and I cannot wait now. Tomorrow, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm sure we're going to podcast about that. We'll we also will. got Justice League Snyder Cut. That's out tonight as well. Yeah, big. I might even put that on maybe tonight. Yeah, so maybe I won't be jumping into the MCU universe. Maybe I'll be jumping into DC. And see if it can be saved. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Let's hope. Let's just hope, Spy- let's just hope Superman is not in it at all. <laughs> Terrible character. True. Anyway. That brings us to the end of the podcast. We finally, we got there. We got there. Tell your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin. Cousins, second cousins. Whoever Tell you need. Grandparents, great-grandparents, second cousins, whoever it is. Just don't tell Nightmare. I don't want to, I don't want to borrow him. I kind of want you to tell Nightmare so he comes involved in the universe. Like, yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Just tell don't tell Doctor Thanos. Don't yeah, tell don't Thanos. Thanos is Doctor long Strange gone. He's there. gone. Yeah. You can tell Vision now. Like, Vision's cool. <laughs> Get Vision in there. Tell our boy Wu, get Wu, get Jimmy Wu. Going. Jimmy Wu, get Just him. let him know. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Sizzle and Quinny. Hit us up with anything you'd like us to talk about or just say, hey, you know, why not? We're here to say, hey. You can follow me at Sam Samuel Finlay. You are. I'm SR Quinn91 now. I changed it up. There you go. I was just sick of you always forgetting it. So I'm trying to do it. I, I still it can't now. remember it. So um, yeah, subscribe to the podcast wherever subscribe, you get podcasts. Until next time, we'll be seeing you. Well, we won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Let's talk about Nightmare. Avengers, assemble.